Welcome to the RD2B podcast. Each week we sit down with a different registered dietitian nutritionist to showcase the diversity of opportunity in the dietetics profession. Our aim is to dismantle the notion that there is a traditional career path. I'm Carl Barnes, the registered dietitian behind the scenes of RD2B. And I am Jenna Warnock, the RD2B host. Our RD guests share their stories, career paths, and advice to help students like us succeed in the profession. Welcome back to another week of the RD2B podcast. Uh, my name's Jenna, and we are super excited to feature yet another uh, supervised practice program. You know, there are a bunch of different type of models going out there with the graduate degree changes, and we're just super excited to increase awareness about the different pathways you can use to become a dietitian in these different programs. And so uh, today we're going to be sitting down with Ms. Laura Bollinger. She's the program director of the Online Master of Science in Nutrition and Nutrigenomics at Manchester University. And she's going to talk about what makes her program super unique. And we're just super excited to talk with her today. So yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Laura. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk with you too. Oh, yeah, especially with like nutrigenomics and like, you know, all that fun stuff and how it incorporates into your program. But so just to kind of lay the groundwork and give some context to your position, what was your pathway to becoming program director of this program? Sure. I Well, I actually started my career in exercise science. So I was working in cardiac rehab and employee wellness. And after a few years of receiving nutrition questions that I wasn't really prepared to answer, I decided to go back to school to become a dietitian. So since then, I've been working in a variety of fields. I started in metabolic weight loss and bariatrics. So I had more of the clinical background and then did some nutrition research. And then was working in private practice and long-term care when I saw an opportunity to become program director of a you know, brand new one-of-a-kind master's program. So I knew that it was the next challenge I wanted in my career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially given that you have a bunch of different backgrounds, both in exercise science and as a dietitian, it's and then nutrigenomics, which we're kind of going to go into and kind of describe exactly what that is. It sounds like you have like an awesome, robust, diverse background and a lot of different things that like still all tie into nutrition and dietetics, which is really great. And so just diving straight into like what makes your program pop out in the title is, can you describe what exactly nutrigenomics is? Absolutely. So nutrigenomics is the study of the interaction between our genes and the foods that we're eating. So it focuses on identifying and really understanding the effects of the, the nutrients and the bioactive compounds, what in fact they have on our genome as well as our epigenome. So additionally, nutrigenomics looks at how our inherited genes impact our ability to utilize the nutrients. So it's basically looking at you know, what we've inherited from our parents and then seeing how that is changing or influencing the way that we're able to absorb and utilize the foods that we're eating. Yeah, and that's awesome because, you know, we just hear about all the factors that influence, you know, weight, health, disease, things like that. But nutrigenomics and just genetics is one that definitely could be using more depth in in the dietetics profession. And so given, you know, your uh, position with nutrigenomics and within this program, why do you think nutrigenomics is so important for the future of dietetics? Yeah, I think it's really important as just another tool. It's not going to replace really anything that we currently do as dietitians, but it's another tool that can really help us personalize nutrition recommendations you know, even further than we already do. Of course, we personalize things and tailor it to people's preferences and their family history and all of that, but this can take it to another level, if you will. So 
Additionally, genomics technology is really advancing rapidly. And like, like you said, you know, dietitians, we need to, we need that in our, um, in our education, as well as we, if we don't keep up with it, then we're going to get left behind. So we need to continue to learn about nutrigenomics and then use it in our practice so that we can continue to be the nutrition experts, if you will. Um, and, you know, eating is one thing that we, we all do every day, usually multiple times a day. And so it's one thing that we, that, that turns our genes on and off in a beneficial or potentially harmful way that we can use that to our advantage to tell patients what they can do to better improve their health. So I think that's really important for dietitians to continue to learn about it and expand on the research of it as well. Yeah, for sure. And for Manchester University, was there any, because you gave a lot of like great reasons why nutrigenomics is important in dietetics, but was there a specific reason why your program decided to specialize in this topic? Well, you know, first of all, precision health is like the future of healthcare, right? So you, all you have to do is look at where governments and private companies are putting massive amounts of money. It's into the genomics, the metabolomics, other omics technologies. So we want to be part of that future. But beyond that, we already specialize in uh, genomics education. We have a pharmacogenomics program. And so we train in that program, we train pharmacists to be, um, to utilize genetics to tailor medication prescriptions, right? And so as we are expanding our health professions, we have, you know, pharmacy and physical therapy and nursing. We wanted to add nutrition, but it was, we wanted to be different. We needed, you know, something to be unique and nutrigenomics was a perfect fit with our, we already have a genetics lab. We have genetics um, experts in-house. And so capitalizing on that was, you know, why we wanted to add that specialty for our program. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, not feel like you definitely wanted to have a unique thing that made your program stand out, but without reinventing the wheel or trying to do something so far-fetched, you used like, you know, already great, well-established programs within Manchester to create a super awesome, unique niche of dietetics that you can exemplify more for future dietitians, which is really great. And so with the, you know, the traditional supervised practice sites, you need to have food service, community, clinical, all that jazz. And so with nutrigenomics and that concentration, how exactly does that fall into the supervised practice and the graduate degree curriculum? Yeah, so we've woven nutrigenomics throughout the program. So from didactic coursework, students are going to understand how to incorporate nutrigenomics as a tool throughout practice. So it's pretty much in all of our courses, but specifically in our assessment, as well as medical nutrition therapy, students will learn how to use it in the nutrition care process. We have an informatics course that will help students to manage all of the, the massive amounts of data that omics technology produces. And then our research methods class will help, help them learn how to interpret and design nutrigenomics research. Our, we have a capstone class that they can do their own nutrigenomics project or research project if they want to. And then as far as rotations, we do have dietitians that are using some nutrigenomics in practice already. And so hopefully we have students that uh, we'll, we'll have rotations for all students to go through in that nutrigenomics specialty. It kind of will depend where they're located as an online program. Um, but some of that can be done virtually. You know, a lot of dietitians working in private practice are doing telehealth anyway. And so a lot of that part of the, the rotation can be, can be done virtually for the nutrigenomics piece of it. Um, and then ultimately students, if they want to get an in-depth 
uh, look at their own genetics. They can come and do their own genetic testing in our genetics lab. Um, so that's, uh, it's kind of just woven throughout the entire program and different opportunities for students to interact with nutrigenomics, whether it's, you know, in the lab or in class or out on rotation. Yeah, and I think it's great how you just kind of showed all the different ways that nutrigenomics is included in your program. And I'm glad that you mentioned at the very end how they can also test their own genes in that lab at your site. And so can you describe like what that process exactly is, like what part of the program do you do it in and like what that looks like on the student's end? And so um, they can come onto campus. It's a one week intensive lab. So they come in and do basically 40 hours of work in the lab to learn to do their own testing. So they do a cheek swab and then they learn how to use the equipment to analyze their own DNA. And then we work with um, private companies to produce proprietary reports that they can then use to see you know, what, what variants might they have that's impacting their ability to metabolize nutrients. Then they can take that into the classroom during their medical nutrition therapy and apply you know, what they're learning in class to their own genetic report. And so it really gives them a way to really personalize it and see how they can apply it um, you know, in a really personal way. So you know, students don't have to come take this class, but from what we've heard so far, this is something that students are really excited about taking. Yeah, so that's a really great option for students to take with that really intensive, rigorous week of just kind of learning more about themselves in a way that they would have never known otherwise and giving that great resource for them to see like how nutrigenomics affects them as well. And so given that, and you did mention or allude a little bit that this is an online program and also it is distance with the supervised practice sites. And so given with that and that opportunity for you know students to dive into nutrigenomics, about how many students uh, students do you accept for this program typically? Yeah, so we plan to accept 15 students per year. Um, so we can, through the two-year program, we'll have 30 students on, on campus, at, or not on campus, but in the program um, at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. And it's really great having like, you know, such it's it's nice because it's not like giant 50 number, but it's not like a small four, you know, like four people per year. So mm -hmm. like you get a nice little group of people going through the program with yeah. you, even though it's distance, but you still have that sense of support and like people to lean on even in like that online distance format, which is really great. And uh, speaking of, you know, just app applicants and just applying to this program, what types of students would you recommend like based on their interests? I mean, I know nutrigenomics or like research search for sure, but different strengths or attributes that you would recommend students have if they're interested? Yeah, so I would encourage students that are early adopters or those that like to be, you know, cutting edge, they like to be at the forefront of their career, you know, I would encourage them to apply to this program because we are pushing the field of dietetics forward with this program and we're challenging the status quo of dietetics education. So I I would really encourage students that you know like to be at that forefront to apply. But it's also a great program for career changers. So since we since we're not part of the match and you don't have to have an undergraduate degree in dietetics, then we can um, we can accept students to have maybe a non-traditional background and it's just under two years for them to be eligible to become dietitians. So it's a good opportunity for career changers as well. 
Yeah, and that's like a great flexibility option for those who, you know, just want to dive headfirst into nutrition and like the research aspect and just kind of discovering new things about it, but without feeling like they need like, you know, four years of nutrition under their belt before getting into it, which is really great. And you did, like you mentioned that you guys don't participate in match. And so that is one a thing that's unique about your program, but what also makes your application process different from other supervised practice programs? Sure. So we are in the DICAS system, so you can still apply through the same system when you're applying for other um, nutrition programs, um, but we accept applications on a rolling basis. So as soon as a student applies, we can review the application and notify them of their acceptance or not. And we really try to do that within just a few days of the application being completed. So that's something different. You don't have to wait so long <laughs> to know if you're accepted in the program. And then like I said, we can accept students that have uh, bachelor's degrees from, from other types of programs. It doesn't have to be nutrition or dietetics. And we've had students with um, you know, exercise science, uh, pharmacy, counseling, even a finance background. So it comes from all varieties of backgrounds, which is really nice because um, it gives a different perspectives and influence in the, in the program. Um, and so for those that have a non-traditional background, we do offer nutrition pre prerequisites online through our undergraduate program so that you can be ready to start the fall semester um, after you take those few prerequisites. Awesome. Yeah. And then I'm glad that you mentioned that. And so given that it is, you are accepted on a rolling basis, does that mean that no matter what time you apply, do you still start the program in the fall? Um, yes, we start the program in the fall, and applications for the fall start are due July 1st, but you can apply anytime, essentially, and we'll just accept you for, you know, the following year if if you apply after that July 1st date. I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense, because, um, you know, you, you do want to offer as much flexibility as possible for accepting students, but it's still important to have that timeline so that, you know, you don't have 15 students starting at you know, 15 different times throughout the year. So yeah, like you provide that awesome, like sense of flexibility and really fast review time, but while also still knowing, hey, if you want to get ahead and maybe just apply um, before the next fall, but it gives you that good wiggle room to kind of prepare and just kind of see what you're going into, into the program while also knowing that you are accepted, which is really nice. So uh, that's, it's really great that you do offer that flexibility for the students to apply and any at any point in the year and again like kind of alluding back to the fact that it's an online and distance program what does tuition look like do you have in-state out-of-state or what does that look like it's all the same there's not a difference between in-state or out-of-state it's the same price for both yeah and that's awesome again just kind of I can definitely see the theme of you wanting to have as much access and as much flexibility to the students as possible for your program and that's just another really great a bonus to um, applying for this nutrigenomics uh, program. And so on, on top of it being online and distance, and again, kind of given that we're talking about the application process and everything like that, how far out in advance do students need to have their site secured? And like, what does a site securement process look like for them? Um, so they don't have to have any sites secured to apply to the program. We do ask that they have their clinical site secured before the program starts because they'll go into that rotation in their second semester. So we really need to have that one lined up before they start the fall semester. Um, but you know, it does give them some flexibility with that. And we do have a toolkit on our website to help students 
find preceptors and then it has sample letters so they can communicate with them things to say so that you know they know all of the requirements for the rotation they know what to ask the preceptors for and they can share any of that information with the preceptors as well so that both parties know exactly what to expect for the rotation before they make any kind of commitment. Yeah, so it's nice that they they don't have to find all of that ahead of time. Um, but once they're in the program, we really need to secure preceptors no later than the semester before they're going to do the rotation so that we can get the agreements in place and make sure there's no delays in the students progression through the program. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, you did show and give a couple of examples of how you provide support for the students with securing sites or other ways that you kind of just help them get their foot in the door with getting preceptors. But are there other ways you provide so, uh, support for your students, especially given that it's an online format? Yeah, I mean, being online, it's you know obviously different than being in the classroom, um, but I'm really glad you asked about support because that is obviously an important part of an online program as well. And so we we do offer some synchronous sessions. Most of the classes are asynchronous to provide flexibility for students, but some of the sessions will be, they will have synchronous portions. And then on top of that, our professors all have um, virtual office hours. So just like you could drop into an office, you could just drop into Zoom or drop into Teams and um, ask your questions or that kind of thing. And then we have student success advisors for all of the students. So this these individuals are like their point of contact for everything outside of the class. So whether it's, you know, they're struggling with um, you know mental health or um, even just how to time manage, um, study skills, those kinds of things. It's the person that they can reach out to to get that kind of support. So they don't have to go to faculty if they don't want to. Um, they've got another person that they can reach out to, to to get connected with resources that will really help them be successful. Yeah, and I think that's a really unique part of having an online program because I do feel like, especially with distance programs, a lot of students have this pers perspective of, oh, the second I get accepted, I need to have all my sites secured at once. I need to have do everything on my own and it's all on me. And, and it's really great that you did highlight the fact that you have, it's great how you have those like success, pretty much like those success coaches that are there with them throughout the entire time. And also how, even though it is online, you still have those office hours. And so you still incorporate like traditional aspects of in the important aspects of education so that the students don't feel like they're getting undermined or that they aren't part of the program because you definitely do offer a lot of great ways for them and still be connected and you know like with what you said share their different backgrounds if they have any or you know just share their ideas in class and just getting to know each other which is really great and you have talked about just a bunch of super exciting things that your program has like with that lab testing nutrigenomics like the support that you have for the students and just the really robust program that you offer for them but for you specifically what are you most excited for about this program in the future uh, well, like you said, there is a lot to be excited about, and I really am. I, we we have so many great things in this program. It's um, it's hard to narrow it down, but I'm really excited about the nutrigenomics research that we're going to be able to do because, as we mentioned in the beginning, this is something that we really need to continue to push. And so I'm glad that our program and our students will be able to advance that and really, you know revolutionize the dietetics profession and you know our students will be able to do that they'll be at the forefront and so that's just really exciting to me to have the next generation of dietitians out there teaching others and, and leading the the charge in nutrigenomics.
Yeah, for sure. And especially just given how honestly underrepresented nutrigenomics is, it's great how you're offering a really good space to grow that area of dietetics. And yeah, I definitely don't blame you for being super excited about that for sure. And so um, yeah, for students listening to this, they have definitely just learned a lot of super unique and really awesome things about your program from, you know, the rolling admissions, the flat rate tuition, distance online options, wonderful support from your faculty and staff, and just a lot of great resources that they can get and learn from your program. And so just one final question, just for those people who are going to be applying for supervised practice programs in the future, what advice would you give to those students? Because, I mean, we talked about this before the recording started, it's definitely just getting like more and more confusing and just a bunch of different acronyms. And so just like, what advice would you give for those students? Uh, Well, do your research, (laughs) Um, you know, really look at the programs and make sure that it's going to fit your needs. But then you know, go after it, go after the program that is really going to push you to be the dietitian that you want to be. So if you want to be a community, community dietitian, just go for it, really apply to that program. Um, And then in your application, tell the story, tell the program why your skills are the skills that they need in their program, really highlight your passion, your skills, because no one knows it. Like, you do. And so, and we won't know it from your, your transcript. We won't know it from your GPA. We'll know it from the story that you tell. So really make sure you tell your story and, and why you're a good fit for the program. And then in your rotations, work hard, (laughs) make sure that those businesses know they should hire you because a lot of them are looking to hire, especially right now, there are so many jobs open for dietitians. So you make yourself shine in those rotations. Yeah, and I think those are great words to end on just to kind of remind students, hey, like genuinely follow your interests and programs will exemplify your interests if you show them your best self. So yeah, thank you so much. Laura, for talking about the awesome program that Manchester's offering about nutrigenomics. And uh, just to, at the end, to clarify, your first um, start of the program is going to be fall of 2023? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so the people listening, and given that it is on a rolling basis, the deadline is in July, and the specific date for that was July 1st or 31st? First. Gotcha. Yeah. So the deadline to apply is July 1st. But yeah, again, thank you so much, Laura, for talking about your program. And I know students are going to learn a lot about you and just the great advice. So again, thank you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it.